Hello, this is Andy, and you're listening to Federal Andy. Episode 108, Divorce Blue, Divorce Red. Okay, it's test time. I'm going to give you five seconds to answer a question. Who is the worst person in Congress right now? Go. One, two, three, four. Five. Okay, time's up, and I am surprised to see that every single person answered the same. Marjorie Taylor Greene. And that's exactly who I would have picked as well. She is the QAnon-loving Republican from the state of Georgia. And she, among (laughs) a very distinct group of people in Congress, mostly in the House, although there are a few in the Senate as well, and virtually all of them on the right side of the aisle, that are completely nuts. Nuts. Marjorie Taylor Greene, in particular, is an attention whore like no other. She loves basking in the national limelight. And I don't think it really matters to her if the type of commentary she's receiving is negative or positive, although most of the time it is negative. And the problem with that is once you achieve a certain level of stardom, you have to keep doing something more outrageous each time in order to maintain your status. So, what is she up to now? Well, let's see. We've already heard about the Jewish space laser thing from outer space, you know, that's shooting laser beams and causing all of the wildfires in in California. Yeah, well, um, (laughs) that's pretty outrageous, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, how, how How do you top that? Well... You top it by tweeting that she thinks the country needs a national divorce. Yeah, the United States of America needs to get a divorce. Okay, well, who would we divorce ourselves from? We're not like really married to anyone. Oh, wait a minute. She's talking about within the country itself, within the United States. Huh. Well, let me read this tweet of hers. This is a quote. We need a national divorce. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everyone I talk to says this. From the sick and disgusting woke culture issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats' traitorous America last policies, we are done. End quote. And you'll have to excuse my really poor imitation of 
Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I don't really want to spend a lot of time practicing sounding like her. <laughs> so I guess we would no longer be the United States of America if we're going to separate the red states and the blue states from each other, we would have to call the country something else, wouldn't we? Because we would no longer be united. We would be the divorced states of America or the separated states of America. How about the divided states of America? How about the sane and insane states of America? So, Okay, so how we would go about this, of course, would require, I think, a lot of time spent working things out. Of course, <laughs> they're not doing anything else in the house right now, so I guess uh, they could probably find time to squeeze this into their busy, busy schedule, you know, investigating uh, Hunter Biden's penis. Uh, so she went on this like a little bit of a tweeter twitter spree i guess you could call it and uh one of the tweets that she uh made said quote we would immediately alleviate the need for departments like the department of education states would have full control of their public education education would look different all over the country in red states, there would be varying degrees of more traditional public education, charter schools, homeschooling, technical training, and college and universities. Red states would likely ban all gender lies and confusing theories, drag queen story times and LGBTQ indoctrinating teachers, and China's money and influence in our education, while blue states could have government-controlled gender transition schools. End quote. Okay, so let's say the red states basically would uh, ban all gender lies. So I guess if there's someone who's transitioned from one gender to another, then what happens with them? Do you like hang them in the public square or shoot them or <laughs> what? export them to another country because they exist and LGBTQ indoctrinating uh, teachers. I can't think of a single teacher I ever had that uh, promoted <laughs> being gay or anything else. Anyway, okay. Well, I guess none of that's much of a surprise coming from someone who really thinks that uh, there's lasers coming down from space made by, um, <laughs> I guess they came from China, since China seems to be the big enemy here, which I don't necessarily agree with her on that, or disagree with her, I mean, but, uh, okay, whatever, Marjorie. So, okay, um, well, I, I guess I have a couple of questions. Uh, Marjorie. Uh, the first one would be, how do we handle the money situation? Because, let's see, well, Washington, D.C., I guess, even though it's not a state, 
it it is blue. Majority of the people there are Democrats. So Washington, D.C. would have to go in the blue category. And that would mean that the heart of the government, as it would exist in the blue states, because I, I would assume the blue states, once we've all divided, the the government would, would be retained in the blue states. So we would maintain things like the Department of Education and uh, all of that. So that would mean that the money that the blue states are paying into the federal government would continue to get paid in. And I guess the red states would want to keep their money. And of course, that would mean that the money coming from the government, which would be a blue entity, would no longer flow into the red states, right? So what happens to the 20 or 21 military bases in Georgia? Are you all just going to pick up the tab on keeping all of those facilities open 100%? Because, you know, blue states wouldn't want to pay for something in a red state, right? And you're going to find that there's going to be a few problems, Marjorie, because even your state of Georgia receives more federal tax dollars than it pays in. And when you start looking at the red states, you very quickly learn that a lot of those red states receive more money back from the federal government than they pay in. And do you know where that money comes from, Marjorie? It comes from the blue states. And that money would no longer be coming to your states or any of the red states. So how do you plan on supporting all of the stuff that you currently have in the red states? Hmm? That might be something you might want to think about because the bottom line is the blue states basically support the deadbeat red states and have for a long time. The people who live in poverty... The majority of them actually live in red states, hate to tell you that. And the people who uh, depend on government assistance for food and for housing are, mm -hmm, yeah, most of them are in red states as well. So you guys are going to have to pick up the tab for a lot of stuff, or are you just going to let these people die? Is that what you're going to do just because they're not working, they're deadbeats or, you know... uh, I hate to tell you this, but red states, you know, there are some people that don't have white skin and they're not Christians. What are you going to do with all of them? Send them to the blue states? Well, okay. What about the folks who are paying their taxes and earning a living that are blue and they are living in a red state? There's a lot of people that (laughs) were born and raised in a particular state They certainly have a right to be there. What happens to them? You see, Marjorie, there's a lot of things that you need to work out with this little theory of yours. Truly, truly. Um, So, (laughs) I guess I don't understand where this America Last thing comes from because... In my opinion, a person who would make a comment like this is actually the person that's putting America last. 
And there's a couple of things about that. First of all, you're, you're calling for the separation, the breakup of the country as we know it. And there is a word that describes that, and it is sedition. And sedition is not constitutional, so you're in violation of the Constitution, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and you are also in violation of your oath of office. And I think sedition is stuck in there with mutiny, if I'm not mistaken, and I think it even says death penalty on stuff like that. I'll have to go back and refresh my mind, my memory on those things, but I'm pretty sure that sedition and mutiny are kind of stuck together, you know, in those pieces of paper that the Founding Fathers left for us. And I'm pretty sure the penalty for that could be the death penalty. So just thought you might be interested in that before you flap your jaws again. And I think it specifically says oral stuff, you know, where you speak and stuff in writing as well. And you're certainly encouraging this when you're broadcasting this tweet all over, literally all over the world. Um, and, oh, I see here uh, someone that you might recognize, actually. Uh, you might uh, know the name Liz Cheney. You know, her father used to be the vice president, and she used to be the representative uh, of one of the states also. And uh, she said, quote, our country is governed by the Constitution. You swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution. Secession is unconstitutional. No member of Congress should advocate secession, Marjorie. End quote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Utah Senator Mitt Romney, he's also a Republican, uh, said that Green's babble was insanity. And Utah Republican Governor Spencer Cox wrote in a tweet, quote, this rhetoric is destructive and wrong and honestly evil, end quote. So, okay. So we're going to uh, pretend that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's comment is legitimate in some way. We're going to just entertain that and pretend. But there's an awful lot of things that uh, she hasn't worked out very obviously. And the, the money is a big thing, you know, because there's a lot of government installations and agencies and things like that that have operations in red states. So do those all just get shut down and all of the jobs just go bye-bye? Or are you all expecting the blue states to continue to support your big fat butts? Is that how that works? Huh? I guess we'd have to figure out how people would be able to travel across the country because you can't really just divide the country in half because there are red states up north and well you know how would uh, you get stuff into the red states 
because a lot of the ports and things are on the coasts and I don't know, I guess we could figure out something. You guys would lose, well, you'd lose California pretty much. You might want to let Kevin McCarthy know that he probably should give his wife, I think in Bakersfield, heads up about needing to move. That way she can start looking for a house somewhere because I don't think Kevin McCarthy is really going to be wanted in the blue state. I don't think he'd want to be there because they're so awful, you know, horrible places to live. New York City, of course, is blue. It's going to be hard. What are we going to do about like North Dakota and South Dakota? Those are kind of red. Hmm. I guess we'll have to figure something out. Um, you don't like big government, so that tells me that anything, really anything government-related, would have to go with the blue states. So that means the military, you know? Military is like the biggest chunk of the government's budget. So all of the military would have to leave the red states, and you guys would have to figure out what you're going to do about all the jobs that you lost and all of that tax money that you're not going to have from the military bases and all of that. And, you know, we might just kind of want to require that the military contractors need to be located in blue states as well, or we might have to charge them an excessively high import fee, which, <laughs> you know, that might put them in, uh, in trouble because we would just tell them that we can't afford to pay these high prices for all of these, uh, bombs and planes and things like that anymore because, well, they're not part of our country. So, <laughs> and let's see. Yeah. So all of the, the military would be blue. And of course the gun nuts, all of the guns would be in the red States because you guys would want to be able to defend yourself against the tyranny of government, which would no longer really exist. So you're going to be defending yourselves against y'all. <laughs> and good luck with that, because with the big government goes all of the stealth planes and the fighter jets and the drones and all of that stuff. But I guess you guys can defend yourselves with your AK-47s unless, well, <laughs> I'm afraid you guys might shoot a bunch of your own doing that kind of stuff. but. I guess that's something we'll just have to worry about some other time, huh? So, yeah, how interesting. And uh, let's see. Well, um, y'all would probably have to form some sort of a government, don't you think? You'd have to have some sort of oversight because all of the stuff like the... U.S. Capitol and the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial and all of that stuff would be blue. But you could probably see it. We could charge you a fee, but we'd probably want to have you escorted by security because we can't really trust y'all to do the right thing. <laughs> Is this ridiculous? It, it certainly seems ridiculous to me. And I really have a hard time, even as nutty as some of these people in, 
in Congress are, I have a hard time believing that this is a legitimate topic of discussion, but it is, it is. And I would like to challenge all of my listeners. If you haven't already spend an hour on Twitter and just read the tweets from Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Paul Gosar, the official GOP account, Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, <laughs> you know, all of the <laughs> nutty people. And consider the fact that these people are being paid to do this. This is part of their job. As a member of Congress, they're supposed to communicate with their constituents. And this is one of the ways they communicate through social media. And they're not telling you the truth. Number one, they're lying to you. And then number two, they come up with nutty stuff that is actually dangerous and unconstitutional. And really, haven't we had enough of the lying at this point? We've learned through the Dominion Voting Systems lawsuit against Fox News that virtually all of the personalities on Fox News have been lying. They've been lying to everybody, all of their viewers, everybody. And behind the scenes, they're talking about how crazy some of these Trump supporters are. But they know that those Trump supporters are a big chunk of their viewers, so they don't want to upset them. They don't want to say something that they don't want to hear because that might encourage them to go to Newsmax. And that affects their stock prices. That's what Tucker Carlson said. Stock prices. You know, they all have multi-million dollar salaries. They all have big mansions and drive big, expensive cars. So stock prices for Fox are important to them because that is how they get paid. So they apparently don't have enough morals or values to tell you the truth. They want to lie instead to take care of their livelihood. So they don't have your best interest in mind if you're a Fox viewer. They just, they don't care. The only thing they care about is the fact that they want you to watch because that keeps their ratings up and that means the advertisers pay more money and that means they can keep their salaries. Fox News stock prices stay high. That's the focus here. Maintaining their lifestyles. <laughs> um, so... There you have it. That's where we're at with Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I haven't even skimmed the surface of the insanity that she says and posts literally on a daily basis. But I think as Americans, we need to 
at some point we're going to have to put our foot down and say no more. We're tired of this because government that is acting and like and doing these things, they aren't they aren't working for us anymore. They're working for themselves or for somebody else, but not we the people. And that's that's a problem. Well, my goodness, this podcast has just about bowled me over because I just didn't realize that there were going to be so many things that would have to be considered and discussed and determined and figured out in order to divorce our country. And you know what just occurred to me, Marge? I'm I'm hope I'm hoping that you're listening to this Marge because this is going to have an effect on you too because while you're talking to Kevin McCarthy and I know you talk to him all the time cuz y'all are really close I've seen the pictures of you guys cuddling uh you might just consider that when you're telling him that he probably ought to call his wife in Bakersfield or wherever the heck they live in California and let her know that they're going to have to move and she might want to start looking for a house in a red state and make sure that she knows which rate, which states are truly red and which ones are not. And uh, she might want to start packing because if you've lived in your house a long time, gosh, you probably got a lot of stuff you got to pack up and, and move. And you know what, Marge? You're going to have to move also. That's right, because Georgia isn't really red. Both of your senators are Democrats and Joe Biden. Georgia voted for George Biden. He's a Democrat. He's the president. Y'all voted for George Biden and Kamala Harris for the top two positions in the country. They're both Democrats. So Marjorie, you're going to have to move as well. You know, One of your tweets on Twitter said, and I'm going to quote you, quote, Hollywood elites and celebrities and all the brainwashed leftists, women who watch the nasty women on The View, men who identify as women and Democrat voters who suffer from the lifelong debilitating disease, Trump derangement syndrome they caught from CNN wouldn't have to see much less tolerate deplorables anymore. End quote. Well, (laughs) Marjorie, if anybody is a deplorable, you are. And I am sure that the good folks in Georgia, purple Georgia, purple leaning more toward the blue side than the red side, probably don't want to see you in Georgia anymore either. So you might want to start packing and look for a new place to live if you can find anybody that wants you in their neighborhood. And so I guess that means we can expect to see a lot less of you on Twitter because you've got packing to do. You got to figure out all of these details related to the divorce, which is going to keep you busy. So That's all right. We won't miss you on Twitter at all. You just focus on what you need to do for you and don't worry about us, okay? Toodles. 
George Biden? Who's George Biden? I didn't just say George Biden twice. No, I didn't. That's ridiculous. Who is George Biden? Well, you can just go back and listen to it again because I did not say George Biden. It's Joe Biden. Well, who believes their eyes and their ears anyway? And besides, if Fox can get away with it, I can too on my little podcast. (sighs) Yes, folks, I did say George Biden twice. I have no idea why. (laughs) And what's really sad is I re-recorded that section twice because I kept saying George Biden. And I think the reason I'm doing it is because I was going to say something about George Washington and I took it out. But I wanted to say George. So, anyway, I guess if Fox News can't get away with it, I can't either. My apologies. I'm not going to go back and re-record it again because I probably would get it wrong the third time. My apologies. It's Joe Biden, of course. George, Joe, George, whatever. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Have a great day, unless you have other plans. Thank you for listening. I would be grateful to you if you'd subscribe and share this podcast to let your friends and family know about it. You can also find me on Twitter at FederalAndy. And I'd be really grateful if you would follow me. I usually follow back. Be happy, safe, and healthy. And I'll hopefully be talking to you again next week. Mm